What is the weirdest thing to break you out of your prayer? Someone naked. A fart. Mario theme. What is happening? Man, I was very excited to do this podcast. That answer just went in so many different directions. No, let's not get into that. Well, let's get into it. Did you say Mario theme? <laughs> I, yeah, I said Mario. <laughs> Mario theme. Like the, the like. Dun, 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 Has that yeah. happened before? So, no, nah, yes, for real. So <laughs> we were, we were, um, a bunch of us brothers were at one of our houses doing a prayer, right? And um, this man, this one dude had the Mario theme, like the OG Mario theme on his phone, right? So, you know, we're on the last ricotte and, you know, I think we're, it, like we just finished Surah Al-Fatah and then all of a sudden you hear, dun, 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 dun. Done. And then <laughs> and he's like quickly scrambling to like silence his phone, oh, right? His phone. And then we're all just like, like we're holding in it for like the rest of the workout, right? And then finally, when we're done, we're all just bursting out, rolling on the floor, laughing. Like, how, oh how does anyone, like, imagine if that went off at the masjid, like in the middle of Juma prayer? I yeah. thought that that's just how your brain works, where it's just like you see the little pixel Mario, and it's like two workouts done. One up. That's one way to think of it. What was your thing? I said someone naked. You think about someone naked while you're Did praying? Some, like somebody actually naked was in front of you and you- Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back in like middle school or whatever, my friend and I, we were like, you know, hang out with other friends, whatever, during, while we we're fasting or whatever. And then um, like we were at my friend's house and we're like, hold on, we got to pray. And like, they didn't know what prayer was. They didn't know what we were doing. So they saw us, we were praying and this dude pulls down his pants in front of us and we hear a little kid, it was like his nephew or something. And he goes, ew. And we're like, I pray with my eyes closed. So like I was praying throughout the whole time. Gladly, I didn't see anything. But they told us after. Did he do it on purpose? He did it on purpose. Well, he knew we were doing something spiritual. Uh-huh. But like he didn't know what we were doing. So you're just like messing around or whatever. Oh, like he, didn't, then, he didn't think that you guys were like that serious. Yeah. Like, and he didn't know, you know, obviously don't be in front of them. Uh-huh. So he was in front of us, literally pulled down his pants. And you hear his nephew going like, yeah. That's messed up. Like, that, the whole scene without any context is just a whole lot of nope. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure like if I saw it, I would have to break my prayer. Obviously. Like I'm like, yo, I can't pray in front of this. What the heck? But Yeah. I mean, those like cheeks clapping right in front of you. Like that's not cool. <laughs> Bruh. Um, yeah. I think um, I said fart because… Oh, that's a bad one. Because especially, okay, so here's yours the thing. or somebody else's. No, not me. <laughs> somebody else's. <laughs> wait, no, it's a, it's a valid else's? question. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I if if I do it, then I'm gonna like have to go and perform with you again and stuff. And, like, <laughs> but, that, ever, but that's ever, never happened to me though. Someone in the mosque. I'm pretty sure like this happened to one of my friends. Like, he just farted and kept going. And like, <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens because, um, especially after we open our fast, right? Um, we are already like a lot of people will eat really fried foods and like really bad food. And then you show up to pray at the mosque and you got uncles like dealing with all types of gases, digestive issues, right? They're burping, going. (laughs) And I'm like, I know that they're blasting from the back too. Like that's what, that's just what happens. And so there's been many times where people are like ripping straight up. And just keep going. But sometimes you'll hear it and it'll be like a little, you know that they're trying to like clench their cheeks, but yeah. it lets out a little like, <laughs> it's like, and then you just start laughing because it's like, bro, are you kidding me? Yeah. You're going to do that right now and like 
keep a straight face. Is it the silent and deadly ones? So there was there was a um an uncle that we used to call the silent killer because he was consistently it was the same like if you sat next to him <laughs> yeah. or prayed next to him, you knew that you were getting gassed on. <laughs> and he was gonna keep going. And he still prays like and he prays with the a fart. straight face and he has a mustache. And it's just like a funny, it's just like he has the look that would be a silent killer. Yeah. And he, I think maybe also he doesn't know. Oh, he doesn't know. He's like, like maybe he's gassing. too old. Okay. And he's just like, le- and he doesn't hear it. And this is, this is he's not leading, it. right? Like he's part he's of the leading. congregation. He's just, part okay. leading. He's just that, vibing. <laughs> he's straight up it, vibing. It could be, be worse. Honest. It could be someone who just lets one rip like in the middle of leading Salah mm-hmm. at the masjid. Mm-hmm. And then they, and then, you know, they just suddenly stop yeah. and then walk without talking to anybody. Everyone <laughs> yeah. is wondering what do we do? Yeah. Last 10 days. Last 10 days. Let's get it. Anyways, guys, thank you for tuning into an episode of Strange Flavors. My name is Sean Mir. I'm for us. And I'm Isan. Finally, the I'm intro. I'm finally just like, yeah. Finally, I'm, the I'm intro. part of the crew. As you see, Am- uh, Sean Mir has hogged Amber's mic today because Amber is not here with us. She is actually in the room right next door. I can actually still smell the rose of breath from last episode. Oh, for, oh from the mic? Bruh. Yeah, from the mic. So That's nasty. Yeah, you might have knocked out. But yeah, uh, Amber is recovering from getting her tonsils removed. So. We're wishing her a speedy recovery. Yeah, we wanted her to be on the podcast, but I guess she's too tired. You can tired. probably hear us. Amber, have a speedy recovery. Well, she can't talk. She, she can't made, talk, yeah. yeah. So she probably just… She talks like this. <laughs> yeah. So. She actually just texted, like, are, are we Sounds recording? Like <laughs> she just texted us. Oh, I she said, did? Yeah, yeah. I texted back, don't worry. Well, this <laughs> is the strangest and greatest podcast in the game. This is brought to you by Alif Theory. You can email us or send us your music at strangefillerspodcast at gmail.com. You can see our beautiful faces on YouTube. So be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Speaking of YouTube, we have some wonderful comments from you guys. Yeah, I um, want to read the um, from the last episode and um, the one before that. Because you guys leave some awesome comments on YouTube. So Yeah, and so. you guys are killing it. Also, um, did we announce this? We started getting ads on our YouTube. Yeah. We're now monetized. On our main channel, we're monetized. So we really appreciate all your guys' support for getting us to that point. Yeah. If you didn't know by now, um, we do have a Strange Flavors Clips channel. So we would love your support on that as well. That's where all the shorter clips are posted. If you don't have time to watch the full episode and you just want the highlights, um, it's going to be on the Clips channel. So please subscribe to that either way yeah. and turn on the notification if you want to see that. Act. So the last episode, you guys actually really liked it a lot. Um, sometimes we do more uh, spiritual episodes, more, mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? Food for thought style episodes where we're not just messing around, but um, really awesome comments on the last one about Alman Nusrat. Um, one of them was, this was a very soul satisfying episode. Thank you to Alman for sharing his experience. Another one says, an incredible episode filled with so many gems. Bless Alman for coming on and talking about his journey. So that's awesome. And another funny one that came from the episode before that was Amber's socks are iconic. And you know that on this episode, the socks are always iconic. So if we could get the foot cam again. Oh my God. We got, we got the Earth Kingdom socks this time. Last time we had the fuck. Fo- it's on. There, there, there is no foot cam. You see that? <laughs> it's little. I, I don't care to see. I, wait, okay, wait. It's I'll on though. It. This, this relates to the intro question. I got some Nintendo Socks going on right oh, now. Oh, true. Hey. Da, 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 da. Can yep. you play on them? That's what I'm talking about. No, can you play? Yeah. I wouldn't want you can to. Can you play on them? What? what? <laughs> yes. I guess that's Connected. not a bad question. No, because they some people like made clothes, like t-shirts with a built-in control where you can like press all over yourself that's and weird. play like Super Mario And then it games. controls the person. A, a, yeah. No, the person. Yeah. No one what should. Are you, what you talking <laughs> about? The per- no yeah. one should nah. walk outside with that shirt on. 
like people might be touching that. Some people just shouldn't walk outside, <laughs> like for us. <laughs> I shouldn't walk outside. <laughs> You're the one with the allergies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but when allergy season's over, it's oh, fine. But like, just, me a menace to society. I mean, yeah. Amber's in the building, Amber's but you can't see her. And she's not going to want to show her face no. probably. Yeah. But she's here in good spirit. Yeah, she's here in spirit. Um, if you'd also like to be part of the spirit in here, you can support this <laughs> podcast <laughs> with a link down below. Uh, be part of Strange Flavors Town. And Strange Flavors Town includes Bobber's Bagels, Cassie's Cupcakes, Airhuz, Icy's, Freehuz, Flaffles, and Uslam's Apples. And also get that wonderful merch at strangeflavors.store. We got awesome merch on there. And uh, don't forget, we still have our Ramadan Essentials merch on ronalpono.com. It doesn't have to be Ramadan for you to get it, but uh, you guys have been going crazy on that. So thank you for all the support with the Halal Gap merch, the Intentions Dog merch, and the Gains for God merch. So that's awesome. Um, Last thing is we've been a five-star rated podcast since we began this thing. Yeah, because we're the best. We're the strangest and greatest podcast in the game. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. When you're peaking. Yeah. Sometimes people want to see you fall. And that's what's happening. I love Amber's compensating on the side still. Um, <laughs> and that's what's, that's what's happening to us now. We've reached a, a point where we are... Ooh, great. We got shooters on us. Yeah. So we went from five to 4.9. Come on, bro. Because we got a troll. The audacity. So thank you to the troll who... Is not named. Yeah. Why not name March- the troll? I mean, there are. No, I mean, we can't shout them out. Guest 18. Because then people are, people are going to be like, oh, this is how I'm going to get my shout out on the podcast. And well, then I'm saying follow. bring it on. I don't care. I'm just saying, like, well, here's the yeah, thing. I don't F- want a one star podcast. I do. <laughs> people are going to be that like, yo, this, this like, podcast must be so bad. so bad. Yeah, that I got to check it out. Like, how many haters does this podcast have? This must Ooh. be. Serious. But, th- but this is a problem we got to figure out because we're what, 4.9 stars? Mm-hmm. That's like getting a B plus on an English test. No, that's like getting an A minus. Same thing. But not even an A minus. It's like a A, but not 100%. We were perfect before. Right. Yeah. But we're not perfect. It's symbolic, Asan. We're flawed. I can can hear my Korean mother being upset all the way from here. (laughs) Shout out Asia. (laughs) What if it's Asan's mom? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, but, but we do have amazing the rest of them so i do want to shout out we're not going to focus on the haters we got all these other people that left amazing um uh comments and support this is by the way on apple podcast so if yeah. you want to leave us a review a one star us five star five star whatever you want we're focusing on the five stars not Shamir. you just said haters you're okay with the haters well i'm done with the haters now i want to okay. talk to other people right. um this was a, a recent comment we had this podcast is amazing the amount of hard work going into the into this and the amount of laughs I have had are insane. This this is weird. Right at the end, it says Shimmerwelly is goaded. Oh, okay. Okay, so I thought this was a random person, but Shamir is leaving comments. I th- okay, so a- this guy messaged me, right? And I thought he was Cap. He was like, uh, he like he started following me through TikTok or whatever. And then he was like, yo, I like the podcast setup and everything. I, le- I just left you a review. Can you leave a review on mine? And he sent me a screenshot of this. Review I, for review. Yeah. And I was like, I, when I checked the reviews, I didn't see this review. So I was like, oh, he's capping. And I guess he actually made a review. Are you going to leave him a review on him? I don't want that type of review though. Like, does he actually like the podcast? I don't know. I thought he was capping. So no capping. No capping. No capping. But, username was taken at cheese balls. <laughs> 
Thank you for the review, though. And thank you for the. You can nice leave the comment. last part out. Shimmer Wally is goaded. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Amber's right. That's follow yeah, for follow. Amber, I'm going to need you to stop talking. We need your tonsils recovered. All right. Yeah. So you can come back on this podcast Should and I don't have to use this mic. What? All right. She wants to make a comment. I left for one podcast and Shamir has my mic. Yeah. Yeah. And he said it, that Rosa Breath on it almost knocked him out. Yeah. The disrespect. Yeah. Okay. She's very high on oxycodone. So um, she's faded. Yo, Amber, what do you want? Let me get that. Why are you getting faded during Ramadan, bro? Let me get that. <laughs> would you get, get that? that? No. <laughs> for us, I don't want you on anything. On like, the I, I would yo, just be afraid for my life. Honestly? Me on Oxy? <laughs> bro, you're already high off of like life. Oh, like, thank you. That's no, a, in a that's bad way. That's like, a in a bad way. No, no, no. I love that. That's me though. That's me though. I love that. Yeah, you walk in and like somebody walks in, you're immediately either praising them or roasting them or both. I love that. <laughs> thank you. That's beautiful. That's yeah. Awesome. That's how everybody should be high on life. There's so much to go. Like there's so much life out there, you know? Yeah. Like even, even us right now, like the amount that we know and are just like attached to. No, li- listen, I'm having a little <laughs> Ramadan moment right now. At one point, I so badly want to be detached. Like just live in a forest. From the dunya. No, no. Oh. Like from like worldly things, you know, it doesn't have to be you live in a forest. You can you can still live in a mansion. You can still be with people, but not be like attached to material. It's just the it's just a piece of exact mind. Opposite thing. of person. What? Amber, Amber, listen. You don't got a mic. <laughs> You're on oxy. You look like a crackhead. He does look like a crackhead. She's wrapped up in a blanket. Like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Well, I'm being honest. And and besides, what about my assistant over here who's like, she does look like a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one said anything about me, about being like, you know, high on life. So the, the criticism's on you. You're high on know. technology. I'm high on, yeah. Which is, nah, which is. I wouldn't say that. Why? I don't think you're high at all. He's I think high you're, on the Twitch. You know, you know how some meds give you like a low? I think that's where he's at. That's I don't high. know about that. That's a high. So, that's a high? Yeah, right. How's that a high if you're going low? You're still faded. High, though. low, low, high. Okay, yeah, you're faded. You're mad faded. But <laughs> you're not, not like high on life. We know you're an expert in the, you know, <laughs> moving moving drugs department. We know that Am you're I? dealing all oh, that. That's okay. fine. Okay. What I was getting at is there's some people that I know. Well, Oman was a good example of that from last week. But there's a lot of people that I know um, uh, that I've met that are just like at peace. And no matter what happens in their life. They're just like, oh, we're all going to die anyways. Like, you know, just enjoy. Like, who cares about these little things? That's how we all should be. Yeah. But that's not you. Well, I want, (laughs) that's why I'm saying I want to be at a point where I'm just like detached. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, Zahir from Avatar. All right. So, so be detached, right? But never stop doing the whole, uh, you know. Roasting everybody as soon as they walk in the room. That's not, that's, that that's, has that's, nothing that's to do that's with your, that. That's your charm. <laughs> my personality. See, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying keep that personality. Yeah. So that, you know, we can all kindly just, you know, point fingers at you and blame you for all the, you know, tears that we cry at night from your harsh words. Is that what happens? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, I was just thinking I would love to collect those tears and have bottles right, of right. like, I'm, I'm going to send you a that's jar. That's how he gets detached. He drinks them. Isan's tears, Shamir's tears, Amber's tears, and I just collect tears and it, it gives me power. Oh my God. See, see, you're making me this way. Yeah, dude, you're feeling him. Don't worry. I'll give I was you, trying I'll to go give for you, here and you're making me into I'll Thanos. Give you, I'll give you a bottle of orphan tears. How about that? 
I don't know if I like that. That's an old. Just school. give me the That's orphans. an old school YouTube. <laughs> what? 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 Is he gonna adopt? I them? could. Yeah, I would <laughs> adopt them. I'm just saying that was an old school like Ray William Johnson reference. I'm kind of sad. But um, on this topic of you know being spiritual and all of that, I've seen this thing uh, recently on social media by the wonderful Muslim community that is on on Twitter and all of that roasting DJ Khaled for his album cover. Bro. You guys see the album cover? Yeah. I thought it was dope. So he's he's on his knees praying and he has his kids on his sides, right? Um, and so right away I saw, I like when I saw that album cover, I was like, oh, okay. Like he's about to get flamed. This is what always happens with DJ Khaled where like he puts out something like this and suddenly Muslims are like, oh yeah. Like, let's comment. Why are you promoting or like putting it on music? But the rest of the year, it's like he's carrying Ciroc bottles and he's, you know, got girls twerking right in front of him and whatever. And, you know, but right then it's like, hold on, we need to set something straight here. Like, this is not how you pray. What? So. Well, he's not, he's not praying. He's just making dua. Right. And And, And I mean, he is posing a little funky different than everyone else is, but I mean. I, I mean, if we want to get technical with it, right? Like for whatever reason, that's the main thing I saw on Twitter was like, okay, yeah, what is he doing? Right? Where they were like, this is not prayer. Basically, first of all, if he is making dua, which is like, you know, he's not in um, the salah, which is like, you know, the five daily prayers, he's not doing that, but he's actually just making a prayer, you know, blanket prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, then you can perform it in the way that he's doing it. And you can go down in sajud, which is like when you actually put your head down, that can be part of a prayer, which people do. Um, And that's what he did in his like, in the motions of it when he was doing it. So technically like it's not an issue, right? Um, But I think the disconnect is if somebody wants to acknowledge their creator, their faith. And he literally puts like produced by Allah on, this is not the first time he yeah, put he that did on, on the last his, one too. He did on the last one. Just Where it nobody says caught executively it. produced by DJ Khaled, his two sons. Yeah. And then Allah. Yeah. Wait, it actually said that? Yeah. It says that on this album and it said it on the last album, but that's people dope. are criticizing on this one. That's dope. They're like, what? Who I s- produced this? Wait, so, so, so you really like it. I saw your Facebook yeah. status. You were like really okay, praising. See, no. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the fact that, you know, I love that he was showing that part of him. Like, for, for, first off, the whole judging, right? Like, you can't have a criteria of, oh, you're doing this, so you can't publicly talk about your spiritual side. Like, that to me is 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 messed up. But the fact that he's showing little, I mean, from the beginning, like, I've always been respectable. Like, okay, okay so he doesn't flaunt it, but who are we to say that he has to or can't flaunt it or whatnot? But, like, um, freaking one of his first albums, you see him with like the Allah pendant on and like all this time in his Snapchat stories and whatnot, when he's talking about all praise, the most high, the sun shining on me, he's got the Allah pendant on. Right. And then now he's kind of putting it more forward, which also then gives a good example for, you know, the rest of us going, you know, Hey, why, why are we afraid to like, even just a little bit, put this out there? You know, I think it's interesting that he even will shout out Palestine at times. And he's Palestinian. Right, yeah. but no, no, but that's very different um, when you're in a major mainstream industry, industry, mm. and he's the most mainstream it gets, literally. Yeah, right. You know, and st- and to be putting Palestine, um, Palestine, out there. Islam, mm. yeah. Like, why, why are why are people afraid of him 
showing like, you know, what he likes about Islam. And stuff. Because you know what it is? It's these um, publications that we have nowadays that are like, they'll post anything that's Muslim related and people get hype off of it. You know, like recently Kyrie Irving, he was talking about, this is the basketball player, Kyrie Irving. He was talking about um, fasting. And then immediately I see everywhere they're like, oh, brother Kyrie, like he's Muslim. Like this is so exciting. I think we get too excited because we're like, oh, this is somebody who we uh, acknowledge in the mainstream and yeah. they are going to be talking about Islam in some way. Why isn't this acknowledged like that? Well, Should I wait to have like in that? his DMs then? What? He, he converted to Islam, right? And he's a basketball player? See, Amber is the problem. Should I wait to hop in his DMs? Please, yeah, please. Everyone, this. just just a reminder, Amber is on Oxy. Why not DJ Khaled's DMs? Because we all know what he doesn't do. What? Wait, what doesn't he do? What, is what he doesn't do? he do? Is that a fitness show? Just kidding. Or, no. Y'all didn't that would have been better if yeah. it was a fitness what show. What he doesn't do is lose because all I do yeah. is win. Yeah. yeah, you didn't hear what he said he doesn't do for his girl though. Oh, go Amber. down on her. Amber. All right. That's the drug stock. <laughs> Amber is on Oxy, everybody. She will regret this um, later. Actually, she won't, but it's fine. Back to what you were um, originally saying. The Kyrie I, thing, I had right? a reply or the, something. The Kyrie thing. So, um, yeah, w people are getting too excited. And then um, he didn't say whether he was Muslim or not Muslim. And people are posting it everywhere. And then eventually he said that he has been. Um, this is after the fact that everybody already posted about it. He's saying that, yeah, I've been observing, you know, with my brothers and sisters. People are like, oh, he's talking about the Muslim brothers and sisters. And he's like, I want to give this, um, you know, a shot, basically. That's what he's saying. Kyrie is somebody who also is, um, explores his spirituality a lot. And, you know, he's somebody that will be like, oh, like, is the earth flat? And go on sort of that route. So, it's not, it, I'm not taking a shot at Kyrie in, like in any way. I love him as a basketball player. That's why I watch him. And as a person, he's cool. He's like somebody who um, tries to explore, you know, the, the ways in which we live our lives, right? Which is, which is all good. But for me to be like hoping that he's Muslim so that I can have some sort of relatability to him or, in some way. Well, I don't, Amber, I don't think that's it. Thing. I don't think that's it though. Well, the big thing is when we talk about mainstream, especially like, you know, if somebody's Christian, if if it's nothing for them to, you know, have like the cross hanging from their neck or saying like, I thank God or praise Jesus, whatever. People are just like, okay, cool. But you don't see a lot of Muslims in the mainstream doing that. Right? We have other so, basketball players that are Muslim that do practice Ramadan. Um, what? <laughs> Amber's asking for their ads. Uh, what's his name on the the Turkish guy? Chris, Can or not Chris, uh, something Cantor. Um why are you but, entertained? Uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm. There's, so, no, there's tons, but what, of, there's but been tons of basketball right, players in the past as well. That but what I'm saying is, just, at least from what I've seen in the mainstream, like what you're saying, like hoping for certain people to be Muslim, I don't think that's what it is. I think that when it happens, it's like, okay, this is being more visible and more common. That's why there's excitement when it's seen, just to be like, oh, it's there. But as it becomes more common, that hype will start to nah, die down because it's normalized. Because Rihanna will say something and regarding like Ramadan Muslims Mubarak or, something. or yeah. something. And people will be like, oh my God, Rihanna. Like she's Sister Rihanna, us. mashallah. Yeah. Which like, I get the jokes okay, and no, all no, of that. No, I, no, now I see what you're saying. Because there is but some then, they, But then as soon as somebody who was working been, yeah. as a, on Rihanna's fashion show decided to put in a song from somebody else, 
then it's, and Rihanna has no understanding of what it is. And it is actually, you know, a verse from the Quran that's being put on some sort of EDM music or something. Then it's F Rihanna, this, she needs to apologize. Did that actually happen? Yes. Yeah, that actually happened. And, and it was blown up by a publication called At Muslim. So just let that sink in. Mm. What I'm saying is, back to DJ Khaled, right? I think that when he does something that, you know, portrays him uh, or, or he aligns himself with Islam, you know, every now and then, then we are quick to comment on it. And my thing is, if you don't see DJ Khaled as an example in the first place for anything Islam related, then why does this part bother you where you're like, you're not listening to him anyway. You're not watching him anyways. So now you're on his Instagram and commenting, brother, it's Ramadan. What are you doing? No, no, no. What are you doing mm. on DJ Khaled's Instagram? If that's something you're supposed to be ignoring. Yeah, cause you get the, what I'm saying? Cause this ain't new. It's I mean, not new. Well, something maybe size wise, like on how much effort he's putting on, but it's not new as far as him showing off that, you know, he's Muslim and that's where his faith comes and from. And that's what, and that's what actually takes people away from the religion and, and, and much of religion in general. This is why we got Dave Chappelle who people are like, wait, I didn't know he was Muslim, whatever. Maybe it's because he knows the repercussion of saying, of being vocal about something like this and then having to deal with the consequences right after. The what consequences if Chappelle- being from the Ummah you're saying? Yes. Yeah. From well, our, well I think personally for him, he's somebody who's not perfect. So he doesn't want to taint the image of Islam, even though like he knows that. So I, I think he can handle the repercussions. I mean, or that, whatnot, that, that could be it too. But there's a lot of Muslims that go, oh, you're a movie star. Oh, you're uh, a yeah, musician. Think, like that's haram. Like immediately without yeah, anything. Right? But Dave Chappelle is like a different beast, right? right. Like he's, I, I agree with yeah. you. Um, it could be both things, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just that one of them uh, are both are true if it if that's yeah, yeah. the case though. That like when you do speak about something, when you do align yourself, this goes with politics, anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you align yourself with one group of people or one sort of belief, then you will deal with the repercussions of people who expect you to be a certain way when you are of a, a member of that group or the rest of the groups who are going to attack you for being that thing. Yeah. So yeah, I just don't, I don't, I don't get why we're still like, it's been years that people are like it's DJ gonna, Khaled. It's like, going to happen for like the next, you know, couple of years. DJ Khaled yeah. is a producer. If you like him, go listen to his music. But if you don't know him personally, what do you like? You, there's real, there's real um, examples and real role models that are in your life right now. I look at my role model for being a Muslim is my mom. That's who I've known my entire life. And the way that she practices is something that I would love to be at a level of. Remember how I was saying earlier, people who are like detached. She's somebody that like Mother's Day is coming up next week. So uh, I'll give her a shout out. She's somebody that like, she's afraid of like spiders and thunderstorms and (laughs) dogs and random things, you know. But she's not afraid of things that will happen to us in this life. Meaning like, Losing a job, taxes being high, um, disease spreading everywhere or something like that. Because she's so, um, she has so much belief and faith in the person that she, or not person, but you know, um, uh, God. That when she, when she communicates with God, um, she's not worried about all these other worldly things, but the little things, you know, which is funny. Because my dad, 
he's kind of like the opposite where it's just like, you know, all the other things can be dealt with, but, oh, what if, you know, we were to lose the job, the house, this and that, mm-hmm. where then she'll be like, then what? And then he'll calm down because he's like, True. yeah, I guess we'll make it work because her whole thing is we have each other. And yeah, so that's my views on DJ Khaled's whole thing. Yeah. But yeah. Speaking of having each other, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys seen this, but T-Pain, right? T-Pain looks, he's a legend, right? He looks in his DMs and he sees this extra category after two years and he filters it and it's an Instagram message requests. And he sees all these blue check marks from people like Diplo, Viola Davis, Nickelodeon, Danny Duncan, uh, Jamie Foxx, all these celebrities messaging him, trying to like, you know, talk to him. And he's seen this after two years. He didn't open up his requests, basically. Yeah, he didn't re- open up his requests after and two missed, years. missed out on opportunities Miss- and, or conversations. And the funny thing is, the past couple of years, I don't know if you guys noticed, but he's not like in the mainstream anymore. Like he was a legend back, you know, when we were in middle school and everything. And so recently- uh, you, you think this is why? Like, cause he's been dodging all this business accidentally. And that, that's he's why a, he's, he's in the memes. Yeah. So um, like recently he's been saying like, oh, I've been shafted, not shafted, but like I've been blackballed by the music industry. Like no one wants to work with me. Not like blackballed, but he's like, no one wants to work with me in the music industry. Um, and, is it cause, is it cause he just- <laughs> They didn't and, open up the music industry's uh, DMs. Yeah, it's probably that. Like mostly it's, uh, and he's been, you know, streaming on the side and everything. Like he's been doing his own thing pretty much for like the past five, six years. He'll record for artists, produce for them. And people are saying like, yo, is it because you haven't checked these messages? Yeah. I saw that he did have a, like a social media manager or just like a, maybe somebody who manages emails and all yeah. that in general. And I forget what he said about that, but um, that is weird that like, that's not a section that you open up. And it's like big, like big people, like Jamie Foxx. And- yeah, yeah. And so the, uh, also another funny thing is uh, there was a video he made like two days ago and he's with Jamie Foxx. Yeah. And everyone's commenting like, yo, he's going to hang out with everybody that he has missed he should. requests. The thing is T-Pain, he, he does like the Twitch streams, right? Where yeah. he like produces music live and all music, that. Music, plays games, all that mm-hmm. stuff. T-Pain is one of those guys that are a living legend that... Um, we take for granted. For sure. And even when it comes to something like autotune, this man like invented it. Yeah. I mean, he mm. didn't literally invent it, but like he made it what it is. Super popular. When No, he didn't. He didn't I wouldn't say what it is. Mainstream. No. Okay. So a lot of people are using it mainstream, right? But how he used it was, you know, he wanted to emulate talk boxing without talk boxing. Yeah. And, the and then everyone is, else was just like, I want to sound like a robot. Yeah. Well, people thought that it was easy. Yeah. And also people oh, thought no. he couldn't sing. He couldn't sing. And, and he's an oh, amazing no. he singer. Yeah. 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 He's a really great singer. But like using that technology um, as a rapper, you know, was something that was brand new at the time. And we didn't really get it. But then, and we were like wondering like how, what is this effect whatever. And then, you know, Lil Wayne started really doing it. And that's what, you know, then everybody yeah. was Kanye, doing at that point. And then all that. Yeah. And then, you know, think about everybody who it's just. Now it's, you have to have it. Even if you don't think it's on, it's based, like Drake's songs. Yeah. Most of them are. Most on. of them are auto-tuned, but it's just like Subtle, tweaked well, a any, lot more. Well, so I mean, that, and that goes for like any singer, non-hip hop too. Like mm-hmm. freaking uh, Chester C from Linkin Park used auto-tune. Yeah. yeah. You know. But the thing with T-Pain is like, besides the auto-tune thing, just as a producer, He's amazing yeah. as, mm-hmm. as an entertainer. Yeah. 
Um, he's amazing. Even as a person, like you can tell, especially like if you watch the streams or something, like he's with his wife, like he's very lovable about people around him. Um, and he just felt like he was in his own bubble the whole time. Yeah. And he's getting all these messages like, <laughs> yo, let's work, let's meet up. And he's just in his own bubble, like working on his own stuff. And it's kind of funny, but sad and uh, seeing like this happen. Watch him start crazy. blowing up. Like everyone's like, oh, so he's not being an asshole. He just didn't know how to open my message. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever missed an opportunity in the DMs? Um, conversation or anything? I mean, I'm pretty good about that stuff. Um, but that would be sad, you know, like seeing, you know, a big person and you miss the DM like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to like, you know, shrug it off or something. If someone texts me, sometimes I like see it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to reply to this later. And sometimes I'll forget what. Oh, we know. Look at Amber pointing. <laughs> Shami is oh, just great with she's that. Saying that he, he but don't. I'm a yes guy. <laughs> Everything pretty much mostly say it means yes. Like so, if I don't reply, it means yes. So let me ask y'all oh. this. If DJ Khaled, had, you know, sent you an offer in the DM and you didn't see it for two years, how would you react once you finally saw it? <laughs> DJ Khaled? I contact him Im- immediately. Well, DJ, no, 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 no. You forgot. Like it's been two years since he originally sent it. You yeah. haven't seen it till now. How, what's your reaction? I'll comment. <laughs> contact him immediately. Well, there was there was yeah. a there was a guest that um I was in contact with for the podcast, and he wasn't big at the time, and then just a year later, he's followed by Drake, and he's huge, and he's on ESPN and everything, and I tried to message him back and be like. Are we still good for the podcast? <laughs> and yeah, no reply because it's, like, it's too late. Damn, that's messed up. Yeah, no, but it wasn't like I was waiting on him to also. Yeah, it's not like him waiting on you. He was gonna come. He was gonna come here. He's he lives in Virginia. He was gonna come here um, when we were still doing it at Amber's place. And I think you know it was just like there wasn't enough reply time or whatever. And then it was just like yeah, he blew up and then. It's like, oh, well. He got yeah. carried away. He forgot. There's other guests that we've had blow up after the podcast, which yeah, we, we sure. were lucky to have on before. And sure. people who are currently big who we've had on. So yeah. it's no biggie. It happens. Yeah. I think the, like, seeing the beauty in this whole situation is like, even someone as big and legendary as T-Pain, they still have like, you know, funny instances like yeah. this that are so like, you know, with other big celebrities. And I'm sure that happens to other people. Yeah, um, sure. that That don't know it yet. Or they're like, message request. So let me go check that now. And then they probably <laughs> have like other people in there. That'd be crazy. You know, that I always think about that. Like as a celebrity, the social media interaction, how that works, because like there's so much to filter through and then say it's somebody yeah. who- Well, that's why he was ignoring them because he would get messages like uh, r- random requests from people right. like, hey, T-Pain, can I buy you a drink or something? But like- I think probably, <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> I think if you're verified, it's, you must be put in some- other category and where that, like the verified stuff goes He didn't know about that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's the second category. So he was like, oh, I'm going to ignore these message requests because he was getting them from random people. Yeah. And so then he's like, all right, let me check the popular ones. On the note of technology, sometimes um, when it comes to us trying to be proactive and inclusive, it leads in this weird direction where I saw this article recently where it says a multi-skin toned handshake emoji is coming in 2022. So now... Think about the handshake emoji, right? Mm-hmm. Literally two hands shaking. Two hand shaking. But you know how we have all the skin colors yeah. for all the other hands? Yeah, we have like six, I think. Yeah. We don't have the handshake as a skin tone. What do you mean? Like, like two different it's hands? It's still yellow. Yeah, two different hands. Because I think the thinking was like, you could only have the same tone. Oh, for both. For both. So it's like the same. So it's like, you know, white person shaking, white person hand, hand, black person, black person. Okay. So it was going to be a weird thing if you tried to make it within that. But they're changing that where now it's going to have every color of... other uh, Any color variation. Yeah. 
could you, sorry, could you plug this in? The laptop just died. Um, yeah, they're going to have every uh, variation of the different skin tones. Yeah, so you got like white person shaking a black person, tan person shaking a white person's hand, etc. There's literally 25 versions. Okay. And this just annoys me what? so much. I mean, look at it. You're going you're gonna to click on <laughs> the hand emoji and you're going to have all these options. Yeah. Do you like that? I mean, I personally don't care, but I, there's a lot of people that do care about emojis, right? Like people wanted their representation in emojis. But how far it's, does it like, okay, if I'm somebody who has a, um, a robot arm. Yeah, there's a robot arm. Emoji. No, 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 no. But I, but I want to shake hands yeah. with um, a brown guy, mm-hmm. but I have. Or like some green person from Star Wars. Well, how often? Is well, that no, 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 like, not, not that. <laughs> I want green hands. I'm talking about people that really exist, right? Or I'm somebody who has six fingers. Where's yeah. my emoji? You know, like, how far does this go? Yeah, it's an. I think that we should just keep, like. Why did we go away from the yellow emojis? Yellow was fine. Well, we still have the uh, basic emojis. They don't have the skin tones, right? Only the humanistic people emojis have the skin tones because people wanted to be represented. They asked for this. And they wanted it. It's just... And if you have six fingers, maybe you ask and maybe you get it done. I think already in the climate where everything is about race, this all this like inclusivity, it doesn't do anything to bring people together. It just makes the people who are already trying to get, you know, the, the sort of um, things added on to have that feature. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you're somebody who is racist, mm-hmm. like, does this- Anger me? No, no, no. I mean, like, does this, does this make me think differently? I know it's not for them. Yeah, yeah. But like, what's the- I think it's for the non-racist to feel better <laughs> about themselves. Like, it's whack. They Can we just it. say it's whack? Like, it's whack. Okay, so you want no skin tones on any of the humanist characters. It's like, so much work. Like, th- do you know how many emojis we have? It's already yeah, so many. And we're going to have a bunch more. And we're going to, and we're going to keep, I'm saying, what is the limit to make everybody feel included? I get it. Like at one point I was like, yo, like, where's the, where's the hijabi? Yeah. You know, like, where's the Muslim emojis? But then I was like, but once you saw it, you're like, this is not good. No, no, it's not that. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, you know, we should just be like creatures, like, some sort of, you know how like in video games, you could just be like whatever you want. Like yeah. what's that World of Warcraft or like any of those sort of games. That Avatars like, and stuff. You're just a random thing. Like I'm fine with that. Cause this is just annoying. And I, what? I don't know what you're saying. You're on Oxy. When you click on the emoji, you see the skin color. Yeah, I know that. But you can still have the yellow uh, emote. I think, but I think he's getting at the point of like, if he wants to use that emoji, it's going to ask him, hey, which one <laughs> which out of 150 one? do you want to use? Well, you can still use the basic one. Or what do you use for your emojis right now? Do you use your skin color or do you use I the use regular my, yellow one? So I use mine when I'm like just on my personal page. But if yeah. I'm on like doing something for, you know, another page. So you're using it. Then I'm using the yellow one. Well, because it's just, like, <laughs> no, no, it's just there. It's just there. But yeah. It's not that I care about like the um, 
Yeah, you're like, if it's there, I'll use it. But you're if not it's like, there, it's cool because it's me. But you're not but, like, oh, my actual skin tone is not being represented. Like, I want my or just skin anything tone. about like. There's n- usually I don't have like my hairstyle in a, in a different avatar or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. But like, I'm just I'm just wondering what the limit is that we go to include everybody. But I also think it it becomes used more when it's more specific and niche. Okay, like um, you know, like the hijabi. Now hijabis, I'm sure, are using their hijabi emoji like all the time now yeah but what if they're like oh that's not the way i wear my hijab you know how there's like <laughs> yeah. different job styles that's what i'm saying because there's so many like and and the hair it, options just like are they're yeah, not good yeah so you're you're saying it's going to be opening up a can of worms because then every small little thing with a bunch of different variations there's going to be a million emojis by the end well, of all this yo we used to have a colon and a parenthesis as our emojis that's what that's what i like <laughs> that's what i like, like. we've yep. already surpassed mm-hmm. that dot dot parenthesis as soon as emojis and then, started and then, up, it, and then it evolved right using an equal sign you know what his sign was you know what his sign was what was he xd xd <laughs> you know the xd were you or he was the X and Amber's he's, the XP. He's trying to say I was oh. Eric Cartman. With the tongue out? <laughs> the tongue. Yeah, the oxy. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Used all of those. Aim was good. Yeah, I just like basically everywhere you turn now, I think um, there's people that are mad about already existing. Like, Are people mad about this? I mean, yeah, you well, are. Well, on Twitter, I saw <laughs> that people are like really annoyed about it. <laughs> it's. It's just like, I just don't think it's smart. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't care. Like people- It's use worse it. for them. If, like people are going to request- It's like worse for us. I think we get spoiled and then we just keep wanting more and more. Like, I don't think it's going to stop. Mm. I see even on TikTok, like um, right now, the climate is that when we, when somebody makes a joke, that's a good joke about a race, yeah. right? Like, a, or a culture, then- the comments rather being like, yo, this is funny. You're like adding on to the joke. It's as a blank person. So say it's like about a Native American. Okay. As a Native American, I find this funny. As a Native American, I find this funny. And then other people saying like, oh, it's so wholesome that the Native Americans are finding this funny. I'm like, we don't have to do this. We can just find the joke. Find it funny. Fun. Like in, in stand-up comedy, like growing up when we would watch it, yeah. That's all the jokes that would be, you mm-hmm. know, this guy's Mexican, this guy's Chinese, this guy's black. I'm just going to like um, make fun of yeah. the different, like, I, I know that there's a thing with stereotypes and at the end of the day, the joke should be funny. And if the person who's in the audience is laughing along, we don't have to acknowledge like, yeah. oh, as a, as a, as a Muslim Pakistani, I find this funny. Like, you know what I'm saying? And Basically, like everything that is just so, we're trying to make it inclusive and less about race and see each other as equal, but we're just dividing ourselves up. Dividing ourselves. Well, also when you get to that, right? Um, you know, like oh, I'm colorblind. Like you, like we should be able to pinpoint the differences out of appreciation, right? So color, so, so colorblind. There's 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 some people that are like, oh, I'm colorblind. I'm Fucking with, boys. I'm with like, let's celebrate each other's differences mm-hmm. and laugh at each other's yeah. differences. Yeah. You know, we were talking before yeah. about like how I roast people or I, you know, praise them in that way. Mm-hmm. That's my way of showing love basically is like everything that's different about you. That's different about you. That's different about her, about me. Like let's throw it all on the table because absolutely, that's what brings us together. Like it's, Facts. it's fun and it's, and it's like, it's not weird. 
the the environment, the climate that we've created. Maybe I'm just going on like a weird boomer rant or something. No, I mean, no, no. I, but I get you there. Because, Amber's like, yes. <laughs> but no, I get you there. Like I remember it being indifferent, whether it's like through gaming or at work, I'd make like anywhere from Asian jokes to Muslim jokes or Asian Muslim jokes. Like, yeah. you know. As oh, long as the yeah. joke is good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And then people be uncomfortable. I don't want to say stuff. Around I'm like, I'm cracking the jokes here. Yeah. yeah. You like know, it should be funny. If it's funny. Yeah. I, I know that like uh, there's some comedians that are like, um, you know, there's no limits for them when it comes to what they'll make a joke about as long as, as the good. joke is funny. Yeah. Meaning like the writing is good. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that's about creativity. If you're somebody who, you know, walks up to a brown person on the street and is like, haha, you work at 7-Eleven. Like that's a very, very, very old joke. Not funny, not creative, yeah. mm. repetitive. So that's like, if you're offended by that, then okay. Like yeah. I'm offended that it's a bad joke. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Exactly. There's, so like, there's also like a saying, people are saying like comedy's dying. And because of that, I think comedy is now, uh, you know, pushing out all the bad jokes and like all the good jokes are being pushed higher. Like the, the standard is much higher. Now um, it is? Now it is. You think it's going back to that or? Like uh, a lot of the messed up jokes that don't age well or something like, you know, those are happening, but I feel well, like yeah, as you, as you get more like culturally knowledgeable about different things, yeah, yeah. some of those bad jokes are really like, cause in, in your mind, you're like, okay, that really doesn't make sense. I don't find that funny. Not cause you're offended, but just, it, it doesn't make sense as a joke. Yeah. Mm, and as okay. the comedian, they didn't do their research. It was just like, oh, the yeah. blanket stereotype. Yeah. But now I think comedy is becoming way more strategic and smarter. And I think, you know, co uh, comedians are also scared of uh, being canceled, yeah. but I think the cancellation is not how you know racist the joke is it's how good and uh creative the joke is mm. um to get that laugh yeah all in all it seems like um this is something that repeats in history where like we'll have this wave of like everything's going super liberal and then people get uh fed up and then it, things go very conservative and um i heard this mm -hmm. quote i think alman actually said it where he was like um how liberal do we get until we get conservative again? Meaning mm -hmm. like, you know, with, with things like this, these emojis and whatever, um, making people, it, it's like in some ways, if you're, um, if you're somebody that the popular liberal agenda doesn't agree with, then you are not welcome at the table. Mm -hmm. And so now you're discriminating. Yeah. And, and, and you're doing the same thing that you were fighting for. You know, so it's like this does not relate to the whole emoji thing. I know it's a very soft and like minor thing, but it just makes me think of like where we're headed and mm -hmm. and what that kind of opens up in general. Well, we had a big wave of like, you know, everyone's becoming polarized. It's like you're yeah. either left or you're right. Like me, right. I've always been accused of one side of being the other. And I'm sitting here going, no, that's not it. I agree with you on something. Like, no, because you disagree with me. One thing I'm, you know, blackballing you on everything. But now there's like a sudden way where people are starting to wake up and go, okay, let's not be so polarized. You know, now more people are finding themselves in the middle and not so extreme. Mm -hmm. And people are starting to really wake up both like when it comes to media, you know, simple stuff like, you know, if you're offended by jokes or if uh, even politics too. Like it's, it's kind of crazy how it's going up and down in that aspect too. If you consume um, media and, and generally just anything that, uh, that influences you to become an independent thinker, that's probably good for you. So even like on this podcast, I don't want to tell you how to think or what to think. Um, I want to tell you how I think. 
and I want to talk to my co-hosts and ask you guys who are the listeners of what you think so that we can have conversations and we can outweigh, yeah. you know, pros and cons. And if you disagree with this, please like email. It's better. It's actually. better. Yeah. So we, so can we talk get perspective. About it. Like, yo, no, you suck. But most people are, I think that, you know, some people are with the, with the sheep mentality where they're just like, you know, I just want to belong. But then there are people who are misguided. And I think a lot of people these days are misguided where they think that they have to yeah. fall under a certain agenda. Yeah. And that's what like a disconnect happens with um, a lot of people with Gen Z where, um, you know, they kind of grew up having to learn about all these things and pick a side basically when they didn't, they don't even, you know, necessarily know all of their viewpoints. Yet. And I'm not saying just Gen Z. I think Gen Z is really smart. I think kids under well, them too. Well, but. what you said, right. It's, a, I think they're the same type of people that actually, they won't form their own opinions. You know, they just hear from somebody else and go, oh, they're saying it. So I'm going to do that without even thinking about it. Well, and that's, then you that's, even, that's it, again, like that's ignorance and mm-hmm. not arrogance, right? Where the, like they don't necessarily. I think that is arrogance because you're not because you're not taking your own credit. You're not questioning it yourself and believing that yourself. You're just. Well, if you've always been taught something and, and the media you consume, the people that are supposed to tell you the truth are literal <laughs> leaders, bro. Like people who are running our mm-hmm. country. If yeah. they're a certain way, aren't those supposed to be the people that you're supposed to look up to? Like that's how it should be, right? But it's not. I mean, now I'd say that you shouldn't look up to those people. But then again, that's well, yeah. because of so, that's, so that's, that's a result saying. of be careful of what you consume mm-hmm. and, and you should follow people who tell you like, don't listen to me. This is what I think. And I'm going to have people. Right. I'm right. going to have conversations yeah. that make you think mm-hmm. and think for yourself. Anyways, let's get off this. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish Amber was here for this next one. But this was uh, one of those bizarre stories that I found. Uh-huh. Um, it said my wife inherited eight hundred thousand dollars. She put $300,000 towards our mortgage and $500,000 in her own bank account after 35 years of marriage. This dude's problem is that they've been married for 35 years. She just inherited $800,000, okay? And then she said that, you know, she'll put 300,000 towards the house. The house is $450,000. So she's only putting 300K, but then the rest she's putting in her personal bank account. So $500,000 in her personal bank account. And he said that I'm 65 and still work. By the way, this, this article is on Market Watch. Um, he said, I'm 65 and still work. I earn 130000 a year and plan to continue to work for another five years as long as I'm good in health. My wife retired two years ago at age 59, working for 13 years and basically saying she raised the kids and this and that. He's upset because he said, we have no savings, no 401k, nothing. I paid for my kids' college education. We own one car outright. I have credit card debt of nearly $80,000. My wife has credit card debt of $2,800. And then he said, I've been working since I was 16. So basically his problem is that he's been paying for everything like while he's working. And then finally she gets a lot of, a huge sum of money. Almost a million dollars. Almost a million dollars. This could take care of everything. Yeah. But she keeps it for- She's keeping 500 well, well, has he been paying it for everything though? He said college. Um, she's been what working? She was making twenty thousand dollars a year. He was making one hundred and thirty thousand, and she was at home helping raise uh, two children, who now have their who are now adults and have their own jobs. But basically, the thing the the issue is that he has is that he's been paying and providing, and then we have this large sum of money. We supposedly have mm-hmm. a large sum of money now, but she's <laughs> saving 500,000. <000. laughs> so, so let me give you some context on that. Cause this sounds similar to my parents, right? Okay. So sure. He's covering like a lot of these bills and whatnot, but 
just because those are covered doesn't mean he's managing his money right. Like he's making one hundred thirty thousand dollars a year. He's in, he's eighty thousand dollars in debt. That tells me yeah. poor financial habits. How much you're making really is irrelevant, at, you know, at, at the point. Um, but he cannot be managing finances right. So the wife is like, okay, I don't trust him with all this money. So I'm going to put the rest of this in my personal account so he can't, you know, run it into the ground. Because my parents were the same way. My dad lost like a lot of money growing up. Um, and my mom, the reason- From like, mismanagement. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, he, he, he'd do poor investments. Poor. Poor. <laughs> P-O-O-R. That's what I said. That's what I said. Um, he would make- Can we play that back? Bad financial <laughs> decisions. Show the, re- show the recap. Right? He'd make bi- bad financial decisions and oh. actually lose money. And it was my mom's like strict management of everything that we, we've been able to pay, you know, continue to pay the mortgage of the house, pay bills and everything. Um, and, you know- like, like he, he would just hand off thousands of dollars to people like, oh, you know, the stock market here, take it. And then he'd lose it. And then he'd do it again and again. Okay. And so, again. so that's a speculation. Mm-hmm. What would you, okay, Shami, you're in this situation. Say, I'm in this situation. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, wait, I'm not, no, I'm saying if you were in this situation, right. Yeah. You've been covering a bunch of, you know, bills and, you know, you're trying to make things work and you're basically on the edge. You have some money in debt. You're going to have to work basically the rest of your life. Yeah. And then your wife is like. Yo, Shimmer, I got a milli. And you're like, thank God. And she's like, well, I'm going to put some towards the house, but then the rest I'm saving for myself. Yeah. What's your thought? I mean, I'm I'm like, why? Like we have all this, you know, debt, everything. Like, <laughs> So you're mad too? You're salty. I, I'd be mad, but uh, Isan brings a great point. Like, I feel like this dude's mad sketch. Okay. Like, so, I mean, if think I was about- mad sketch, I'd be like, all right. But it, um, I read the article. Isn't he like thinking about divorce? Well, he said, what do you say about divorce? I think at the end or something. My he, wife gets a small pension and I will also get a pension. We also have, oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, but I think he was talking about that. And I was if like- If we divorce, will I have to pay her alimony? Oh. What does that mean exactly? Isn't that where she asks for a certain amount? Hassan, do you know? Um, sorry, say that again. Alimony. At the divorce, she asks for a certain amount to keep her good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so he's, he's asking, would I have to pay that if we do get a vo- divorce? So that's why I feel like this yeah, is a right. sketch. The the amount that he do like after the divorce. The, this, no, the, the sketchiest part is this article. Somebody like he wrote this article and they have this miscommunication in general. Yeah. Meaning like um, they are in a situation where he has to resort to writing an article about his marriage yeah. Because of what he's going through. Also, like, you know, um, I feel like, yeah, the communication part, if the communication was good, right, there obviously would be some good balance of money and, you know, there'd be a purpose of why she's keeping it in her bank account. This makes me think also, like, you, this is a conversation you need to have, like, early on. Like, like oh, in the if marriage. you get a million dollars. Well, no, just in general, <laughs> like, how we're going to use our money, yeah, right? Yeah. Because… Also, at the end of the day, she has the right to do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing he can do about that. He's just salty. So he's writing this article, but the article isn't going to do anything for him either. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, when, when she is married and she's thinking like, you know, say the case is that he is mismanaging his money and she's using it in a certain way where she's like, you know what, like, I'm going to still do my thing and I'm going to make it work and whatever. And then- you can't take into account, you can never take into account what if we get this much money. Mm-hmm. That's never going to be a case where you're just like, what if we just hit the jackpot? Yeah. Um, 
but that's what divides people. You know, you you hear these stories of people who win um, the lottery, and then most of them end up really in horrible situations because yeah. they, Amber, what? Can you speak into the mic then? Yes. What? Can somebody just explain to me what she's saving $500,000 for? I think for security after like retirement. You don't need $500,000 worth of security. It doesn't. No, How much do you need? I mean, I would say like you would have more security investing it into places and having actual. And they have no investments. If you invest it, then you have the like the likelihood of you being able to have that security is a lot greater than just having cash money. And I think that's what she's going to do. Amber, Oxy is not cheap, yeah. all right? You need the 500K. <laughs> yeah, right? I think that's what she's going to do because this man has no 401K. He has no pension. Obviously, he has not saved yeah. money. I just didn't like how um, it said that it was $500,000 in her personal savings. Like, what are you personally saving? I like, I like her. For? I'm with her because I don't like this man's energy, yeah. to be honest. I mean, like- uh, my wife got all this money and she's not using it to take me out of debt. Plus, Shut up. Plus, what if that's not really, you know, I guess kind of like what you were saying, Amber, is like that probably already is being invested in stuff. He just doesn't know about well, it. So he's a, getting she salty. Al- she already paid about, off a huge liability. Um, right. So um, he should be thankful in that sense. But, yeah. that, but apparently that's not enough. Also, we only know his perspective. What yeah. if she's like, she's oh, like, oh yeah, I'm trying to buy Gucci. He's a horrible human being. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I only stayed married to him because of our kids. Like, again, this is more speculating, but the point is we hear his perspective here and this money came out of nowhere. What were you doing before that? Yeah. You need to get it together. Yeah. So, and- le- so let me flip this on you. What if like, she's already planning for a divorce Ooh, and then, and, like then and then that way she's going to be like, know. you can't come at me because I paid off more than half of what we owe on the ogage. So if this is, if this is like toxic, if she's a toxic person, I think like gone girl type, one. yeah. you know, the gone girl lady who I, like, I haven't seen that movie, but oh, you need to watch it. Bro. Yeah. I heard it's good. Ben Affleck. Yeah, I heard it's good. It's a good movie. Um, yeah, she was a psychopath. What if, like, if she's this way, she was waiting for that inheritance. Like, she she knew it was going to kick in at some point, and then she's like, "What now?" But she paid so I much for the 800. house. I don't believe that. Like, if it was like, yeah, but, oh. but but just enough that there's still <laughs> it doesn't pay it off. <laughs> yeah, that's funny though. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> like one hundred. I mean, like, oh, it, it, sound, it sounds like a, you know, like a trap card to have in your pocket, you know, at the divorce. Like, oh, yeah, you want to see what I contributed? Bam, you can't have nothing to this. Cause mm. Can't have my money. I'm going to go back to I think the the biggest issue here is the communication. Mm. If, yeah. if you've been married for 35 years, wait, was it 35 or 25? 35. 35. 35 years. And <laughs> this is the situation where like you don't know what's going to happen. That's scary. Uh, that's really scary. Like you haven't known this person, basically. Yeah. If you thought like that they would do something else in the situation, that's a you problem. That's a both of you also, problem. Why is, but- why is this why is this dude like putting his family on blast and like telling people this? I feel like how did this come like he's going to the media? It's like, hey, I have a story, nah. you know, I hate this happen. And then now everybody knows that your wife is, you know, loaded. <laughs> Imagine what problems can happen from there. Loki, I feel like this is a Reddit post. And because like, there's totally a question up. at the end. No, no, no. Not totally made up. I think he's actually asking for advice. Because mm. why would he go to a news article? Maybe he did go to a news article. But I feel like this is a Reddit post. He wrote you know, to funny, someone. If it was wrote, written on, he wrote to someone. It's like, well, it's like uh, by Quentin. It says, Dear Quentin. So it's like a oh, business okay. page. And I guess it's one of those things where like, okay, send me your business stories. Okay. that. And then he's wondering like, like what for he should fin- do. Financial that, advice. That makes yeah. more sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just a funny situation. Mm-hmm. People communicate with your spouse, please, or significant other. In general. <laughs> All right, let's end on uh, this this final note. Um, 
I was, I wanted to ask you guys, the, I feel like the more we grow up and especially we know too many people, like when it comes to being on social media, but then also having like real life friends, you know how you just like, there's more and more people, you know, like mm -hmm. before tech, before the internet, you know, like the people around you, around you. If anything, like you travel, then you'll like keep in contact with them. But yeah. there's not a ton of people, you know, now we know way too many people. Yeah. Right? Like, you, you know, so many people at different degrees, like, oh, you just know of their name or like you've said hi once or, you know, no, uh, goes all the way up to like, you've known them your whole life. And it's easier to travel. So more people can come together and meet up. But basically I was thinking about this. I was hanging out with like a group of friends, um, this past weekend and it used to be like five of us or something, five or six of us. And like, we do stuff together, right? Birthdays, different events, whatever. Um, then, you know, like people have friends that they make and then people have boyfriends and girlfriends and people get married. And then like we were in Philadelphia um, this past weekend and we're rolling like 15 people deep. <laughs> and I was like, the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, this is too much, right? You guys need a breakup. We need to, <laughs> yeah, we need to. <laughs> yeah. There should be like a friendship breakup. <laughs> yeah. That's not a thing, but we need to split up. Like, hey Wait, guys, why? we're not good for each other. Why is it a problem though? Why is it a problem? Because, okay, listen, you're if you're hanging out and you're doing like, you're in a city, you're like exploring, you're doing the same things, right? Um, when you're trying to do something, go to dinner, for example, trying to reserve for this many people, especially in a pandemic. But then also like, we're all walking together to a location and then, okay, now we need to take an Uber. Oh, we got to call four Ubers. And like just the overall organization of the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? He's basically saying, keep your circle tight. Keep your circle small, right? Make friends, but keep maybe like the whole hangout situation. So go out in small groups. Go out. At, well, how do you manage that? What's too many? What's the line? What's too many people? to hang out with at the same time? When it's like the Ubers. I think that's- <laughs> Isn't it annoying? I think that's the biggest thing. Well, okay. So Amber's saying in our friend group, we get vans, but that's still- Eight, nine. Yeah, but, but we, we have to get like a big van. Yeah, but Uber XL doesn't have those giant vans all the time. And also um, just like when you're doing activities, yeah, like you sign up for something- um, you know, you're going to a place to do whatever, some sort of excursion. There's a cap on those things too. Groups of X amount. Um, Maybe that's it. What? Like that's the cap, like of how many people you can go out with. Well, so in Miami, <laughs> our cap was seven. Yeah. And we were going to have more people on that trip. It was yeah. going to be like almost 10, I think. Yeah. So then like what happens in that situation? Oh, like you guys got to find a different excursion, take the next shift. Yeah. But the, it's just inconvenient. It depends where you go to. Yeah, that's like, true. Um, you know, if you have to split up the group, I feel like that's where it's like, okay, maybe we have too many people. Um, you know, like Ubers is a good example. Like, oh, we have to take four different Ubers, five different Ubers. Maybe like the group should it also takes a long time. Yeah, because you have it, to like, oh, did they get here? Do they know where location? Just yeah. just right, get a coordinate. bus. Just get, get just get like a old school bus. And but but now you move slower too. <laughs> yeah, you move slower. It's like those games where like you know how you could have like a like if you're it's a racing game for example you could have like a little bike or something like Mario Kart you're mm -hmm. like 
in a smaller cart, but then you could be like Bowser with like the big one. And you're just, you're slower. You might mm. be more powerful, but you're slower. You're just moving slower. You're getting less done. You're saying you don't like, you don't like obtuse people. Is that what you're saying for us? <laughs> it's not. He doesn't like obtuse. It's not groups. a weight issue. It's, it's a, it's a quantity issue. I know. Maybe I'm, this is I'm, not an issue. I just noticed it. I was like, cause when we travel and stuff, like sometimes we start to think like, oh, should there be a cutoff? Like, is this too many people? We all got to. But there was a situation, our friend's bachelor party, where I felt like it was amazing that we had so many people and we all had like our own little groups and we would go in different places. I don't know. That so we crazy. did split up, yeah. right? Because there was, there was that thing where it's like people wanted to do different things. We just stayed at the same place. Yeah. So that was fine. Yeah. But if you're trying to get everybody on the same do page. Do the same thing. Eat at the same restaurant. The, the synchronization is going to be off. Yeah. It's too much. And also like people don't have the same taste and stuff. Oh yeah. Even like on that, uh, when we were in Philly. Like, yeah, how'd you guys decide on food and stuff? Well, so, uh, <laughs> some of us were fasting. Some of <laughs> oh us only my. eat halal. Oh. <laughs> some of us are vegetarian. <laughs> oh, so God. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like so much to manage. Yeah, that's where it's hard. Food up. I think. Amber has to say, what? Okay, uh, at what point is like 10 people, like 12, 15 people like sinking? Let's say, say you have 15 people, right? Yeah. And. There's like, you know, there's five people that go here and there, whatever. But then you have like 10 people with strong opinions. Somebody might be getting upset. Oh, the, you're saying the group dynamic. Whatever. Yeah. Then, yeah, that's too much. But if you have like 10, 15 people who are like, yeah, yeah. I'm down for it. You know, just down for whatever and whatever yeah, yeah. happens, happened. And they're not like putting too many expectations on it. If you have that group dynamic, I feel like it works. But if you have too many strong personalities and all that stuff, I think that's when it gets too messy. Dang, maybe it's you. I just realized no, that kidding. I just realized that this is also like like a privilege. Oh, where, for sure. Where people are probably listening to this and be like, "You have too many 15 friends? friends. What? Give me one. <laughs> Give me one." <laughs> yeah, if you don't have friends, I'm sorry. Maybe skip this part of this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, like you want less friends? Well, I mean, like it's easier to tighter. manage. Yeah, yeah. It's easier to manage when you have the same friend because also having different groups of friends, bro. That's hard. one one. That's hard to put on the calendar. Oh, yeah. Location. Yeah, okay. He, money. Yeah. Here's an issue I've been having recently. I have quite a few friend groups, right? And all of them have not traveled or done anything during pandemic. Mm -hmm. And now that everything's opening up, they're like, hey, let's go to Hawaii. Let's go to Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah, Yo, yeah, let's yeah. go to Cali. And all, all different friend groups. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll think about it. They're like, oh, you're flaking. I'm like, no, it's just like, I've literally, it's just so many trips. Like, what am I supposed to do? You yeah. Know? It gets, it gets a lot to manage. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like at some point I'm going to back to the detachment thing. <laughs> I'm going to be like, guys, I don't, I don't associate anymore. <laughs> We're done. I'm leaving. Um, yeah. Well, let us know what you guys think. Thank you for associating with us. Um, if you want to be friends, I'm sorry. I've reached the cap. <laughs> I've reached the cap. <laughs> but no, um, we can be friends. Anyways. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Strange Flavors. It's been another week. Another flavor. It's Ooh, a little less stranger. You got it. Let's go. We'll talk to you next time. Like, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right?
right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right?